I'm Cynthia Nixon, and this is Lesson Up, a podcast for educators by educators. Because change is hard, so let's learn and grow together. On this episode of Lesson Up, I'm here with Jackie Lewis, who is a fifth grade teacher, and this year she took on something new called the World Peace Games. And this was adapted from the World Peace Games by John Hunter, is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so tell us a little bit about what, what that is. Yeah, so last summer I got to go to Virginia to get trained in the World Peace Games, and um, it's basically a political science game that simulates the different countries that are pitted against each other in war, essentially. They have multiple problems and interlocking crises that students are presented with, and then students are put into leadership positions in each country, and then they have to essentially solve all these interlocking crises. and. Um, that's essentially the the basis of the game, and obviously there's sort of a format that we go through that's based on the United Nations format um, of declarations and negotiations, but the whole idea is that they would work together and solve these problems. So how many problems were they presented with when they, it started? Yeah, they were presented with a total of 50 crises, and so the students are, are very overwhelmed. <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a lot. It's, it's a 14-page document, front and back, of all the problems wow. that are going on on the game board. Yeah. And so by the end of... Now, they played this game over a week. Correct. So by the end of the week, in order to, quote-unquote, win the game, they had to solve all of the crises. Right. They had to solve all the problems, and each country's budget had to be above where it started. That was the guidelines for how you could win. And so originally, the students kind of you know, um, took on their own country's problems or took the ownership and sort of thought they were, uh, you know, supposed to win as a country. But what they kind of come to realize is that they have to work together to win. Right, right. Because if what benefits one country may not benefit the world as a whole. Right. Right. Yeah, that's kind of the, that's the best part right there. Yes. Yeah. And so as I was watching you prepare for this, there are so many pieces to this, and it is so much work <laughs> with the game board and the pieces and all the things that you had to do to pull this together. Um, it was a ton of work. Mm-hmm. So what what were the outcomes that came from that in your students? Like, what was the impact that you saw, and, and what are you thinking for moving forward about next year? Are you going to do this again? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, so... It was a lot of work. I was at every store, you know, Hobby Lobby. I try, I tried to go there. Um, a 99 cent store. I was at every single dollar store in the world, um, finding these little pieces and putting them together. But um, what I learned in that process too is that I had to fully understand what was on the game board in order yeah. to sort of um, help the students understand what was set up for them. And so, um, so yeah, all that work went into it. And then um, to kind of see their faces though on that first day when they saw the game board set up was was pretty priceless because. <laughs> You know, they're just going, whoa, like they've never seen anything look like this. I had never seen anything like this before I had seen it this summer. And so it was it was amazing. The outcomes from my students, they were definitely positive. I saw a lot of students connected to the idea that these were real world problems. You know, I said multiple times throughout the game, these are problems adults are sitting in rooms right now attempting to solve. And you guys as fifth graders are also sitting in a room trying to solve these problems. I mean, we had nuclear weapons, we had oil spills, we had, you know, undersea mining, we had asteroid mining, we had satellites that were faltering. So just the variety of of real-world problems the students were exposed to was immense and the students connected with the idea that these were problems that they might face in the real world and as adults. And so in their reflections, I just I noticed that they 
They loved being put in that position to solve them. They loved having that responsibility. They loved um, being put into leadership positions where they had all the responsibility. I mean, really, I became what John Hunter calls an unreliable facilitator. You know, you really back yourself out as the adult and really put every single piece of the game on the students. And so the students talked about how they felt like their brain grew smarter and how in the beginning, maybe they didn't quite understand all the problems and then they got completely overwhelmed. And then by the end, they felt this amazing sense of accomplishment that they had solved these. I mean, we recorded the ending of the game, you know, and just watching their reactions, you knew how much detail, how much work they had put in that week to really unlock all these problems. And so the outcomes were just incredible. I loved seeing my students step up, students I might not have seen in leadership positions. Their gifts came to the surface. We watched students negotiating and making deals and um, rising up and introducing themselves confidently, maybe that like they hadn't before. And that was amazing to see. I loved it. Yeah, it was incredible to watch the energy in the room while the kids were working and the difference from day one where they kind of were just looking at their own interests and, and what benefited their country and they wanted more money and, you know, well, fine, we'll just, you know, blow that building up and then right. you go to the, to the end and they're thinking critically about environmental issues and, you know, giving up that, well, I'll give this to this country, but then we're going to need this and just watching them negotiate through that process of being a responsible citizen in and of itself in you know I can't just do something to benefit myself I have to pay Mm -hmm. attention to the ramifications of all this so it was incredible to watch just the problem solving and critical thinking that went into all that and I think that was the goal of of the world peace games right to introduce them to that and and make them really think about not only the real world part of it which I think was super beneficial but also just to make them sit in a situation where they have to truly think critically and problem solve it out. Absolutely. I mean, the four C's are were huge in this game, and we talk about that in education so much, but really we want to raise smart creatives, right? We want students that are critical thinkers and also feel the freedom to create. So the other aspect of the game that was cool is they had freedom to to build things, to invent things. You know, they could bring anything that made sense in the real world, they yeah. could bring that into the game. And so, yeah, we had students that had to think of how to solve these problems and we gave them no guideline. We said, here's this erupting volcano. What are you going to do to solve (laughs) this problem? And so they would come up with ideas that would just even blow me away. I would think, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. So all in all, do you feel like it was a good experience for you and for your students? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in, in reflecting, I think as all teachers do, we have these moments where, you know, we think, okay, did it reach every single student? And so that's where I'm thinking, okay, how can I tweak things and make sure that um, the game evolves in itself and I do and I facilitate this even better next year so I've been just brainstorming and working through that process of um, you know how can I beef up certain areas or how can I fix things or you know and obviously this is my first year doing it so you know it's that's the risk you take doing something new You, you learn from your mistakes and that's what we teach our students and so overall, I think it was very beneficial. You know, we're, we're even brainstorming what time would be good to do it. You know, what age group is really good. You know, we really just threw these young fifth graders into this game scenario. And in lots of ways, it was amazing to do it at that time frame. But, you know, of course, we're just brainstorming all the different ways we can make it better. That's all, yeah. I, all I think about usually. Yeah. Well, that's how we do it, right? We, yeah. we get excited about it, and then we teach it, and then we have to look back at it and say, okay, yeah, and where reflect. do we go from here? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us today. It was awesome to hear yeah. about how you went out on a limb and took a challenge. And uh, in a lot of ways, I think it definitely paid off for you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks thank you so me. much. All right. 
Thanks for listening in. Until next time, don't be afraid to challenge yourself to lessen up.